Hi, I'm Lily and you're listening to How to Win Friends and Influenza, the podcast. There's a lot of things that you can learn from video games. Like not just video games about how to do algebra or those gamified mathematics programs. I mean, they're cool too. They're cool too, like super cool. Like mathematics is like really cool. There's no question about that. But you can also learn a couple of other things from video games and not even just video games about historical events so that you're like, oh, wow, this particular world war happened and that's actually a thing. Although there's a risk there of confusing reality with not reality. But video games and their mechanics can actually be quite instructive. Maybe not in the way that's kind of expected. The typical kind of learning from video games is the gamification process, the leveling up. And and that is something that's important and that's something that can be adapted to exercise and just giving yourself goals and things like that. Happy things like goals, happy, happy things. Unless your goals are not happy things, then they're not happy. Sometimes happy. But going back to video games, one thing that games really, really kind of show you, but in a somewhat subtle way, is the fact that you have some kind of autonomy. This sounds kind of ironic because you're working within a constrained structure. It's basically an artificial construct that someone else has made and you have to abide by their rules unless they have cheat codes built in, which means you are operating outside their rules, but still according to their rules. When you look at it that way, it seems kind of dark. It's kind of like looking at life with this perspective that you are just tiny, tiny insect in a vast ocean of other insects that's actually super gross like imagine an ocean full of insects but this idea that you are sort of small and you are nothing you don't have much sway that there are preset rules and all you can do is work within them that actually is pretty powerful because for one thing that set of rules is so broad there is so much you can do with it imagine having a paint kit you think oh well you've only got let's say 16 colors that doesn't sound like much but with those 16 colors you can do so much I mean even with black and white photography there's heaps you can do there's so much limit pushing that you can do that's one thing the other thing is that yes you are operating within a set of rules but the cool thing is that as a player in a game you have so much power you are essentially defining how the entire flow of the game is going to go. Yes, it may have been created by someone else and you may be going along a predefined story path, but for that to actually progress, for that to go anywhere, it completely depends on the player. And not only that, but if you're playing some kind of game where you have the option to just go off and create havoc, like you intentionally try and break the game and do something that you shouldn't. Like, oh, look, there's a cliff and you're going to make your character walk off the cliff just to see what's going to happen and you uncover some exciting death like that, that is still an aspect of autonomy. And what it means is that you can actually change things and you can affect things. In that moment, it doesn't even matter if it's for the better or for the worse. You were just experimenting and you wanted to do some action just for the crazy sake of doing it. And that is a massive form of efficacy. It shows you that you may be a drop in the ocean, an ocean that operates by predefined rules, but you are a drop that can affect the entire ocean. I suppose if you if you think of the ocean as a kind of rectangle and it's got predefined coordinates, now you as a tiny drop could deviate just outside the dimensions of that rectangle and now you've changed the entire outline of the whole shape. 
there is so much that you can do. And it's actually quite liberating to know that you can do those things. Not purely because, oh, look, you've got lots of abilities, you've got lots of choices. That's one thing. The other massive thing is just that idea that what you do has consequences, which can sound very, very scary, but it's actually super awesome because it means what you do kind of matters. In fact, you know what? Even if it didn't matter, at least it changes something. So every little thing that you do in the video game, even if you make your character run off and get killed by the enemies, things like that, and you equip them with some really strange, terrible weapon, you do things that don't make sense. Stuff happens as a result of that. The kind of games that maybe frustrate people are the ones where it actually completely doesn't matter what you do. There's no gameplay. It doesn't matter if you pressed A or B. It doesn't matter what choices you choose. They feel like frivolous, foolish kinds of decoy choices. So the overall idea there is that what you do, even if it seems silly, even if it leads to bad consequences, you can feel kind of good about the fact that what you did affected something. And, and that's quite a different way to look at life. In life, people talk about regret and maybe avoiding regret, doing things so that you won't regret stuff later in your life. But that also puts pressure pressure on yourself which which can be a good thing to achieve stuff but also pressure to not make the wrong decision pressure to not look back in anger as oasis may have sung but not look back in a negative kind of way and that's so difficult to put the pressure on yourself to know up front that what you're going to do is going to lead to something positive or negative well when you're playing a game with that attitude that you're just curious and that this is kind of interesting and you kind of want to break stuff on purpose. You want to push buttons just to see what happens when you push those buttons. Everything becomes a bit more fun. And no matter what happens, you feel kind of smug and self-satisfied knowing that you exacted part of that outcome. So in life, even if you do something and in retrospect, maybe it looks silly or maybe something kind of broke, it's kind of cool to know that what you did actually led to that outcome. Like what you did actually matters. It doesn't mean running around breaking stuff on purpose unless that is actually your goal in life. But if that does happen, well, huh. It means you actually did something that had a kind of significant consequence and that's not that bad. Just knowing that's out there, knowing that can happen, gives you the motivation to know that, wow, what you do has some kind of material effect. And it gives that encouragement to try and do the right things because what you do matters. So it's like, oh, well, it's worth to keep doing that. Like if someone's trying to exercise and it's just so demoralizing because they never, ever, ever saw any progress. In fact, the more they exercise, the more they put on weight. Fortunately, health doesn't generally work that way. But if that happened, I would just think like, what's the point of trying? They might just give up. Just having that encouragement, that feedback, that what you are doing has some material consequences, good or bad, is the first step. It's better to have consequences than to be so completely helpless and have no efficacy whatsoever. So that's one really pertinent thing that video games can teach you. And if you don't want to look at it as a lesson that you're being taught something by something that exists on a computer, you can look at it as a, just a different attitude to take towards life that instead of mourning the fact that you can do things that stuff things up, instead of 
being so remorseful about all the times you, you might have screwed up or the risk of things going wrong. It's super empowering to know that what you do has consequences. What you do matters, which makes everything all the more worth it. <laughs>